Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Raider Report podcast. My name is Holly Hewlett, and I'm the social media manager for the Wright State Guardian. This week, I am joined by news reporter Brendan Blankenship. Hello. Uh, Wright Life editor Emily Mancuso. Hello. And a special guest today, uh, Olha Zuban. She's a social media and marketing intern for The Guardian. Hi, everyone. So Olha is joining us today to kind of talk about uh, international students and uh, studying abroad. Um, so first question I have for you guys today is, have you ever considered studying abroad? This is more for like Brendan and Emily, because obviously, Olha, you are doing it. So. <laughs> I have actually. Yeah. Um, I thought about going, I wanted to study abroad in Japan for a little bit because I'm Japanese. So I thought it'd be cool to like do that yeah emily yeah i i i of course like i'm an international studies major along with it with english yeah so i yeah i plan hopefully i can do the costa rica ambassador program because it's for the fall semester if i'm pretty sure they're going to offer it for the fall semester there's an ambassador program to costa rica as part of their like honors travel literature class and I was just like, I want, I've always thought about maybe doing travel writing. So I thought like, oh, it's short. It's at the end of the year during a break. So I won't really miss any school. And it's travel literature. So I thought, and I want to know more about like, um, usually that I'm more interested in like Asian cultures. Yeah. So I wanted to learn more about like cultures that are not that. And just, you know, try try a new thing, especially with writing. Yeah, I always thought it would be really cool, too. But, you know, Brendan and I, were second semester seniors, so it's uh, a little bit too late in the game to do that. But, Emily, you're still a freshman, right? Freshman? I am technically a first year, but okay. I am a sophomore by credits. Okay, so you do, but you still have time. Yeah, definitely still have time. So that would be cool. All right, well, I guess we'll get right into our little international stuff with Olha. Um, so I just have a couple of questions for you, and we can all kind of talk about it a little bit first one is why did you choose to be an international student um so basically it's a long story <laughs> but i will, will try to explain it shorter <laughs> um so it's all started um from like i was passionate about international studies international culture exchange programs and stuff like that when i was when, when i was doing my bachelor's um, so at the second year of my bachelor's, uh, I found out that there is a um, cultural exchange program in the United States. It calls work and travel program, and only like undergraduate students can participate in it. And I'm like, okay, I want to go to have fun in the United States during the summer. It is just for four months. Okay. And you need to go and work here for four months, um, discover American culture, um, to meet new like people from around the world because this is for students from different countries. Yeah. Um. So this is where it all started. Uh, I came here. I was <laughs> I was working a lifeguard in Alabama <laughs> in the water park. It was it was amazing experience. Everything was great. Uh, I was 20 years old. And it was it was incredible. And at the like at the end of the program, uh, I was I had some American students and they this started their um, like studies in the end of August so I was still here and I I was traveling with them uh, to the University of Alabama I guess yeah um, and I was seeing how like how excited they were to meet with friends how the education is, like works here 
and I love it. And after that, I came back home and said, okay, it's maybe a great idea to do masters here um, because I kind of like know the like culture here, what is universities um, like can provide here, what studies can I get here. Um, yeah, I started to preparing, learning English, working, I finished my bachelor's. And also then I tried a small, like short, uh, short exchange program in Estonia. It was just for, I guess, seven days or 10 days. Uh, and I loved it. And after that, I decided that yes, <laughs> I want to do my master's abroad and feel this international vibe. <laughs> That's awesome. How did you land on Wright State? from that um, so when i when i knew that i'm i'm gonna do masters abroad um i attended um like a fair mm-hmm. educational fair when different representatives of the universities come to ukraine to our country um, and during one day you can meet different representatives from the university you can talk to them you can get their contacts and this is how i found out about rice state i met a representative from rice state I think it was in 2018, um, and after that, I, I got this business card, and I started looking for programs, but at that time, they didn't have my program, Oh! and when I started to apply, I found out this business card, I'm like, okay, I'm going to look again, and then I found out that there is a master's in analytics program, I'm like, yeah, this is what I need. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, I know you work, like, in the international yeah. office um, here, so what... What things does Wright State offer to international students? Yeah, so I think our international office is very powerful and they try to support international students as much as they can. Um, After all this COVID and everything, when everything almost uh, almost started to be in person again, uh, they started to do many events for international students. They try to support different cultures because, for example, right now, like Indian students, they are like the biggest international student population on campus. But still, they try to recognize, even in my culture, <laughs> I'm the one Ukrainian here, <laughs> but they still plan to do some events that can highlight somehow my culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if there is any problems, any questions, international students can always come. Even to me, like a student worker or to other staff and ask for help, asking different questions. So, yeah. Really That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it like being an international student? So what was it like, like leaving home and coming over here completely brand new, even back to like when you were in Alabama? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, it kind of like started when I was in Alabama. Yeah. And then it continued. So like when I... When I came here for masters, I already knew what is waiting for for me. Yeah, I knew that I need to adaptate to the new environment, to the new people. I need to find new friends, <laughs> new connections. I need to go to different places just to meet people, um, and I, I was ready for that. Uh, again, because of COVID, it was kind of difficult, but still. I started to work at the Guardian online, and yep. uh, like when I, when we get back in person, I already like knew everyone. Um, uh, overall, it is not very easy. Yeah, it might seems, 
it's also stressful because you need to handle a lot of things at the same time. You need to study. You need to uh, you need to understand that you need to look for work after graduation and you have only 19 days after graduation to land a job if you want to get some experience if if you cannot do that so you need to strive something that seems stressful yeah. <laughs> you're graduating in yeah. april as well right mm-hmm. yeah so. i yeah i've started the job hunt and i'm like oh i don't know <laughs> i can't imagine only having 19 days to do it yeah so yeah so you always need to think about that um about work if you work in campus you need to think about that study all of it together also you need to um to be connected with your family abroad so yeah you need to to again making connections and be in contact with your friends in your home country as well (laughs) yeah there are so many things yeah all right i have two more questions um what advice would you give to somebody who's considering studying internationally or like studying abroad um i think it would be um be ready to be ready to be open for new opportunities all the time um and meet as much people as you can whenever possible to go to the different events even if you're not really interested in them or if you don't have time especially the like first year first semester you need to be everywhere yeah <laughs> um, because it, it will help you a lot as an international student um yeah awesome. i think i think this is the main advice yeah and then finally would you recommend it oh uh, yeah definitely yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's it's worth it yeah. that's awesome i know um you started working there shortly before i did i think yeah. a semester or two before yeah. i did um and so coming on uh, online on the Guardian was very hard, but then we all got to finally meet each other in person, mm-hmm. and now we all we all hang out in the office together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was awesome. Thank you for yeah. uh, talking to us today, Olha. Um, I actually I didn't know that you had started like down in Alabama and had then yeah. gone back and then come here. Yeah. Um, so I knew you were in your master's program, but I, mean, I, <laughs> I didn't like, know how yeah. everything had happened. Yeah. So that was awesome. It's a long story. I, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Brendan is back with us today, Um, so he's going to share some On This Week in History events for us. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to do that one last. Sorry, I'm picky about what I do first. Uh Of course. Okay. Oh, this is a good one to start. So, on this week in 1933, ground is broken for the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. That's interesting. I didn't know when that was built, but have you guys ever been? I haven't. Yes, I was there in August. I think I saw pictures of it. (laughs) Yeah. I've only Um, seen it in Full House. Yeah, that's (laughs) I think I've been there when I was like an infant because I was born in California, but I haven't actually seen it when I remember it. But do you want to go? I, I definitely, like, as much as, like, international travel is great and I want to, yeah. I feel like there's also, like, a whole section of, like, the United States I really want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, especially, like, in those states where people are like, oh, there's nothing over here. Like, Wyoming 
Have you guys seen pictures of like Wyoming? It's beautiful. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody's always like, there's nothing in Wyoming. And I'm like, yeah, that's because. That's because, that's because it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. That's because <laughs> who wants to touch all that? Like, yeah. Who wants to tear that forest down? Like, it's pretty up there. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and, I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And I think I'm not exactly sure of this fact, but so take it with a grain of salt. But I believe Maine, like the state of Maine, bans billboards because it, it would obstruct on the landscape. I think I've heard that too. Yeah. And it's pretty up in Maine too. I have always wanted to like just completely pause my life for like a month and drive around the United States to like all the cool places. My brother and my sister in law did that (laughs) for three months. Yeah, do it like over a summer. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, they did that for three months. I was really jealous. I want to do that. (laughs) Maybe I'll do that this summer. (laughs) After graduation, before I have a job. (laughs) Maybe I'll win the lottery and I can do it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You never know. I don't think it would cost that much to drive around. Like, especially if if you're not going to stay in, like, hotels and you're just going to camp out or something. Yeah. Do you guys know what a digital nomad is? No. Mm -mm. It's a person who, like, travels around like in their car or van or something and they do freelance work on their computer while they travel. Oh, I could do that. Look at this. You guys are interested. I have this like I've been like kind of considering doing that, so I have this whole book on it. So if you're interested, I can oh, give that to you. That would be amazing. <laughs> my dream job is literally to have like a work from home job so I can travel. Yeah. That's like my That's kind of what, what I want to do. do. I, yeah. Get, once like I'm able I forget where I put the book, but I have a book, so I can give it to you, like to borrow. Some like instruction to how to travel <laughs> and work. Like yes. I literally, I saw a TikTok. Somebody, uh, Bella's house from Twilight is an Airbnb now, and somebody just posted like a TikTok of them in her room. They were just like working from home, and I was like, oh "See, that's what I want to do with my life." Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Of this- course, you mentioned Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan always has to sneak in a Twilight reference. Listen, it went with the conversation. It did. It did. <laughs> okay, so my next fact. On this week in 1827, <laughs> the first Mardi Gras celebration is held in New Orleans. That's cool. I've always wanted to go to New Orleans for a Mardi Gras celebration. I think that would be fun. Have you ever been to New Orleans? No, I have been to Louisiana, but I have not been specifically to New Orleans. I was there, but I didn't like it. it you lo- didn't like it? <laughs> it low-key sounds like Yellow Springs times 100. It kind of does. <laughs> like, in a weird way. I yeah. can't explain it. It sounds like Yellow Springs, if Yellow Springs was, like, super commercial. <laughs> like, does that make sense? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if it wasn't a village and they were all, like, Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then, and then there's Wright State over there doing their own like low budget version of Mardi Gras for the um for the Illuminati, and they're just like we got beads and alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> beads and alcohol. Come on down. <laughs> That's funny. So my next fact has to do with universities because we go to a college. Wow. Um, no way. Is that where we are? <laughs> yeah. This is where I travel in the, the, the globe. It's where I happen to be today. That's crazy. <laughs> so on this day in, I have no idea how to pronounce this year, but 0425, 425. <laughs> Anyways. 425 AD. Yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. It's okay. just, it says 042, because I don't know who 
who writes like that? Apparently this website. Apparently they do. <laughs> but Theodosius effectively founds a university in Constantinople. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Do you know what the university is? No, it just says oh, okay. university. I'm going to guess Constantinople University, maybe. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that, Brendan. <laughs> it doesn't say which one. It just says founded a university. I just was like, maybe it's like the first university. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that Constantinople University had, had as much maintenance issues as Wright State does? Probably fewer. <laughs> Definitely, probably. probably fewer. Maybe their tunnels was a cave. <laughs> you know, not every university has tunnels, right? I know. Okay. But I like to think that maybe their tunnels have caves. <laughs> it's just their elective is like advanced cave art. Foreign language is hieroglyphs. <laughs> Do oh you know, gosh. guys, where is Constantinople? Do I know where it is? Yeah. It's like. I've heard of it. I don't like know exactly where city. it is. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. So yeah. now they name it as Istanbul. It's in Turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I knew the name. I knew it was somewhere in Europe. I just wasn't sure. Like, the There's a song about it. This is going to sound really dumb. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Istanbul, no Constance. No. <laughs> Didn't they have to do something with like ancient Rome? <laughs> You guys have to listen to this song. It is probably the worst song I've ever listened to, and it's so weird. Constantinople have something to do with ancient Rome, though? Or am I... I I don't know. I'm not well-versed in history. (laughs) You can tell I'm not a history major. This song is so weird, and like the swimmers that I coach, that's one of the songs they always want to listen to during practice, and I don't know why, but you guys have to listen to it. I don't even know who it's by. Oh, this this is my last one. Holly helped pick out this one. She'll like it. On this week in 1956, Stalin is secretly disavowed by oh, Khrushchev God. at a party for promoting the cult of the individual. <laughs> <laughs> the cult of the individual. What does that even mean? I have no idea. Like, if I started a cult about myself, is that bad? Like, cult I mean, of the individual. I, th- I think a, a cult in general is bad, but I think there's, I think the cult of the individual means like, not just like y- a cult about you, but like it's like if they value more of the collective, and if you're yeah, like, if you value your own individual, then you're like yeah, not valuing the collective. It's yeah. It's, oh, <laughs> see, I just I just didn't know like the background information, so I'm just making guesses off of like what Those I read. Yeah. like <laughs> the reason they scare me is like like you can like get killed for anything. Like you get a new haircut, and they're just like. <laughs> Yeah, no. it's basically like a con- a conform like they want you to conform to the general instead That's... of like having your own like oh like you can't have your own style you can't have your own we were over here just looking at the fact because we were like <laughs> cult of the individual because we thought the sound of it was funny yeah <laughs> nice to know I learned something at the podcast today also the song that I was referring to earlier is by um, a band called They Might Be Giants so if you want how do you, you want to listen you... to that. <laughs> What was it? How does it go again? It, it's called, literally, it's called Istanbul, no Constantinople. <laughs> and and it's you... so weird. And it's like, that, 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 And the only reason I know what it is is because my swimmers make me play it during practice. And I'm like, what do you guys listen to? <laughs> like, this is so weird. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> that looks like about all the time we have for this week. I have one final question for everybody. 
if you could go anywhere in the world today, like pack your bags today and leave for anywhere, where would you go? You know what? Since you, since you guys made fun of me for it, the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, isn't it like Iowa or something? <laughs> I think it's in <laughs> all the places in the world, and I think Iowa. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> so, like, I've always like. I t- as I said before, I've always had, like, a fascination with, like, Asian cultures. But, like, if for some reason, I really want to go to Amsterdam. Oh, like, I, I don't I'd know if you've to ever to been. Amsterdam. But, or anybody's ever been. But, like, I don't know. It just, it seems like, I know, like, a lot of Americans tend to romanticize um, European countries and cities. And, like, oh, it's so great. And, and then it turns out to be, like, America itself. Not as great as you expect mm-hmm. it to be. Well, like, I've, I don't know. I've always just had a fascination with wanting to go to Amsterdam. They really romanticized Amsterdam, though, in The yeah. Fault in Our Stars. I get the fascination, though, because I also want to go to Amsterdam. And there's also, like, cities around it. They say, like, Amsterdam, of course, has, like, a ton of problems as well. But they they said there's, like, some cities nearby that are a lot, like, that are like also just as nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I think overall Europe is so beautiful. It's like totally different from us. Um, and if I would pick where I want to go, I, I'm struggling here <laughs> because I really want to go to Paris. Mm, and I think yeah. everyone is also like talking that maybe it's not so good as it seems. There's natural city. Yeah, but also would love to go somewhere where it's warm and you can work under a palm (laughs) (laughs) paris is like my dream like honeymoon destination like i literally would rather go to paris than have a wedding if that makes sense yeah like that's like yeah yeah you guys heard of the syndrome associated with it it's like paris syndrome or something it's where it's literally people experience symptoms after being like disappointed with paris oh really like like they go to paris and it's it's like very apparently it's most common in Japanese tourists. They like romanticize Paris so much they go, it doesn't meet their expectations and they start experience like fever, heart palpitations. Oh wow. I don't know if I'd be that dramatic. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's like an involuntary thing. Yeah. I think it's because everybody sees the Eiffel Tower and so they're like, Oh, that's cool, but like also like uh, like but I still feel like it'd be a cool city just because it's like yeah. an old city. I feel like any old city would have. If you have a good company and friends and you're like ready to wake up in the morning and drink a cup of coffee with your croissants. Yeah. And also just, like re- also just like researching like where you go. I feel like maybe some people they're like, oh, let's just go to Paris. But like, you know, if somebody was just like, oh, let's go to like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like if you went to like a major city in the United States with no agenda i feel like you would see just like the same stuff you see everywhere else yeah i think olha's right though the company and the experience is more like what you're getting versus like building it up so much in your head about the specific place Mm -hmm. i really want to go to the catacombs though the what the catacombs where's that like it's like it's like underneath (laughs) the city right where they have oh yeah all the bones oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah that would be cool that would be cool i think if i 
could go anywhere today, I'd want to go to Sweden because my mom lived and worked there for a year back in college. And she's always talked about like taking me on a trip there and like going and seeing like all of her old friends that she used to know and like uh, going skiing and all that fun stuff. So I think that's where I'd go. So sweet. Yeah. I'm going cha- <laughs> to change mine real quick from Iowa to, to- yeah. okay. to Tokyo. Oh, there you yeah. go, Brendan. That's a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be fun too. Oh. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the Raider Report this week. And thank you, uh, Olha, Brendan, and Emily for joining me. My name is Holly, and we'll catch you next week for another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.